Welcome to the Leadership After Hours podcast. Real talk with real leaders committed to creating better companies and a better world. Presented by Stronger Leaders, Stronger Profits with your host, Sean Patton. We're so glad you found us here at the Leadership After Hours podcast. If you're finding value in this content, please hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're on. This helps us reach more people and spread the modern leadership movement. Also, you don't want to miss out on a single episode. So again, make sure you hit that subscribe button and share the Leadership After Hours podcast with your friends, your coworkers, and your family so we can push the movement of the modern leader forward. Yeah. So, you know, great segue. Great job, John. Um, with talking about the big companies and going to smaller companies uh, because, you know, we talked about how you, you've you done this consulting for these big companies, what you're seeing. And um, and now you, you just mentioned – as you work with people and they grow their companies, that there is this shift, right? Uh, that happens when you do start hiring, you start growing and you go from this solopreneur or maybe just a couple, you know, contractors and a, a VA and whoever else to staff, you know, and this is a transition that I've gone through recently too, as I start to grow the team here at Strongly Strong Profits. And um, it is definitely a shift in responsibility. So what have you seen go well with that like what have you what clients have you seen that have done it well the the ones that understand this where it's like okay if you had 50 clients and now and it was just you delivering say tall 50 now you've got a team of five and you've got 100 clients your clients are now the five mm-hmm. their clients are the 100 empower them because what you have to understand is like the customer or, or however you want to define them they don't really care who's talking to them, who's delivering it. They just want what it is that they want, whether they want a service, a product, they want the thing to do what it's supposed to do. Right. And that's it. They don't really care. So I used to own a real estate company and I assumed that everyone would demand that it's me that showed up to their house. <laughs> I quickly realized they don't care. Yeah. So if I said, actually, my listing specialist is going to come out, they said, okay. Mm-hmm. So now what you have to focus on is like, how do you make that work? Is like you equip the team and you pour into them. And so your mindset shifts on who are you serving, mm. right? So you're serving the people, your team, your army, let them go and serve all the customers and people who don't want to let go are the ones that struggle and fail mm. because they have that whole, like, I can do it better. I can do it quicker. Mm. Uh, or it's just pure ego of I'm the face of this thing. So Everybody wants me. Mm. And it's like, you may think that, but again, they just want whoever's in charge. Yeah. They, they just want the help. They just want the thing. They want the, they, widget, they just they want the, the service. They, yeah. they really want you to solve whatever problem you're solving for them. They, A- absolutely. They really care. Who's yeah. On this so side it's the leaders, the ones that thrive who make that shift are the ones that embrace it instead of resist it mm-hmm. and ultimately let go of like this false sense of control that you have with all of it. And I will say this. So here's where it does become important. Your skill set has to shift because every single time that I see an organization who says, but my team let me down, it's like, okay, because you hired the wrong people and you don't have a system for training these people. So it still comes back to you. If you know how to hire the right people, you know how to train the right people, you do all these other things, your life's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just you've got to shift that skill set. And a lot of business owners or a lot of entrepreneurs don't. They they want to have their hand in every element. They want to control every piece of it rather than, hey, I've hired the right people. They're smart. They're capable. Let me let them run. 
Yeah. You know, and, and that's it's if you're willing to let go, you're actually gonna get all the results that you want. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, and it's it's interesting. It comes back to sort of you know the adage. I think as as leaders, we we've heard or you other we've always heard that you know that you uh, you know if something goes wrong. It's my fault. Things go right. It's the team's, you know, responsibility, right? Like you, you put the onus on them. So the positives always go to the team, the collective, and the things that go wrong are always on myself. And as the leader, and it, we hear that, but you said it's a, it's kind of a simple concept, but I don't know how common it is. Yeah, I agree that the 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 whole like celebrity fall on the sword thing, the um, uh, the virtue signaling, and all that stuff that goes on um, is is detrimental and, and, uh, and disingenuous from, from a lot of leaders. And, you know, it's interesting that, uh, the, the reason, the impetus for you telling me, Hey, Sean, you got to write this freaking book. Um, if you remember was that I was working with leaders and talking about these organizational leadership concepts and some of the things we're talking about, right. In, in, in one way or another. And I was getting some blank stares from some pretty senior people uh, about these concepts. And what I started to realize was, oh, they don't, they don't know how to lead themselves. Right. So this whole, like we need, you need to instill them in purpose, help them develop, become better people, help them all those things that you just talked about. But I'm like, oh, they don't even know how to do that for themselves. So how are they supposed to do it for others? Right. Absolutely. So a few years ago I was working on a book and it was called lead yourself. And I stopped writing it and I just told you to write a book so that I didn't have to, write it. This oh, was okay. like my yep. lazy, selfish way. <laughs> Help enough people get what you How'd I do? How'd I do yeah. on your book? Was no, right? you, did, you did great. Okay, cool. Um, but the, the, you're exactly right. And it's a concept that sounds simple, mm-hmm. but again, like people don't often do it, right? Mm-hmm. They get the promotion because they did a current job well. Right. And someone thinks maybe you can do bigger. Maybe you can have more responsibility. Mm-hmm. The problem is that people take on a leadership role and they don't change any of their habits. Yeah. And it's like, it, wait a minute, you have level up their, it, their it, job title, it, but not themselves. Absolutely. So it's like, yeah. oh, you got all the other, you know, you got paid more, you got, you know, a different office or whatever, like all those things, but you bring in the same patterns, the same behaviors, mm-hmm. the same belief system, that's not going to get it done. Yeah. And, and so you have to have that willingness to do the work, to change you know, that side of it. And that's the thing that I kind of became the whole like cornerstone of like my business was realizing that income improvement always follows self-improvement. Mm-hmm. So it was like, if I wanted more money, let me just get better. You, you, yeah. right, right. I, I think so many of your concepts that, um, again, because sort of your, most of your clients, you said, especially with the one-on-one coaching stuff or the group coaching, both, um, you know, you, the consulting, especially, you know, you used to do a lot more marketing and things like that. So you've shifted to this mindset stuff and probably from that realization you just said, yeah. um, uh, is focused on like business owners and, and entrepreneurs. And, you know, you all, I, you've said that as a mantra in our, in our group for a while. And then the other one that is really resonating me with right now that I think applies to leaders of all levels, not just business owners, entrepreneurs, and I'm going to misquote it. So when I do just correct me, but, uh, about how, you know, your, your business is never going to outgrow your mindset. Is, is that I mean, yeah, you? basically you can't outperform your self image. Yeah. Like whatever you think is possible of mm-hmm. you, you can't like, that's your ceiling. Yeah. That's a limiting and, variable for you. Absolutely. Company, you know? and, and so you mentioned like, so, you know, if we had this interview 10 years ago, it's all branding and marketing. Mm-hmm. And now I was interested in the mindset work for myself. 
it was when I would sit down and we'd spend like six months mapping out brand strategy and marketing and all this stuff. And people would be like, oh, this is great. And then they would go, because they're full of self-doubt, negative self-talk, all this criticism. They would sabotage everything that we laid out. And then I'd get mad because I'm like, what the heck? So I had to realize, like, I got to get them out of their own way first. So I would tell these companies, I'm like, yeah, I'll help you. I'll show you exactly how to make eight figures, nine figures, whatever. But you've got to work on the mindset first. Otherwise, you're not going to implement anything that I give you. Like, cause you will sabotage it. Yeah. And so that's the problem is like leaders don't want to sit there and go, well, wait a minute. What is my self-talk? Am I full of self-doubt? Am I, you know, suffering with like imposter syndrome or am I comparing myself to everyone else? What are my else? limiting and beliefs? It, yeah, yeah, all yeah. this stuff. And so it, it really comes down to, uh, so there's this great book uh, with a horrible title called Psycho-Cybernetics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, written by a guy named Dr. Maxwell Maltz. Mm-hmm. And he, at the golden age of Hollywood, was the leading plastic surgeon. Like, you wanted to be a Hollywood star. He's the guy that would make that happen, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what he saw was. Like, he did a ton of work on you. Is ton, ton of work on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks great. That's uh, natural. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he would do these operations, and then someone would be back in a year later. And he'd be like, wait a minute. Like, you told me the nose job was it. That was the thing you needed for confidence and self-love and, you know, all this stuff. And now you're wanting something else. And so he was like, there's a problem and they're not like, there's something mental going on. And so what he ended up doing was telling people, Hey, I'm going to give you a series of things to do to work on your self image. If you do them and still want the surgery, I'll do it for free. And he never did another surgery again, the rest of his career. Because once people started working on themselves, plan. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, the book became a bestseller. Otherwise, you know, he he, he was screwed. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, and he talked about it. He was like, "You can't outperform what you think about yourself." Yeah. And what ends up happening if you look at someone like, uh, let's take you know Bob Iger, current CEO of Disney, and you take a company that let's say right now is CEO of a ten million dollar company. What's the difference between that person and Bob Iger? I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt, Bob Iger knows he can do the job. Mm. He works on himself. Yeah. Doesn't mean he doesn't have doubts right, or yeah. concern. He knows he needs help. He doesn't think he's got all the answers, mm-hmm. but he has spent that time saying, how do I get better mm-hmm. so that I can do this and yeah. do it at a high level? It's the belief on process. It's, it's so funny. I was actually thinking about this um, randomly on, on the way in today because uh, – I, I have several friends in, in my, in my group I hang out with that I, I see total potential in, right? And, um, I'm like, man, you could do this. Look at all you could, the world is your oyster. Do you, you know what? And then I start talking as I get in talking about what, what are you going to do next? Right? And man, the amount of limiting beliefs, self doubt, the, uh, the idea that like some reason, like they just don't deserve it mm-hmm. or, you know, this yeah. like. This, this whole thing of like, well, I just came from here. So that means, so, so now there's some sort of like ceiling oh, in your it, potential. Like, I don't it, understand because I, I just don't see it, but it's like, it's some sort of lens they see. And I'm, I was literally in my head. I'm like, where is what it's, it's, it's hard for me to relate to it, honestly. And I'm trying to do that because I'm running to more clients who yeah. also have that. And yeah. so I'm really trying to like backward engineer, reverse engineer, like it's how, where's this coming narrative. from and how do I get them through, through that? You know? Yeah, yeah that's it. It's all the narrative. What's the story? that you were telling about yourself and it can be anything. I've met people who had a hard time wrapping their head around making more money than their parents. They Mm -hmm. felt guilt about that. So they would sabotage it Mm -hmm. 
I know people who feel bad that they're making more than their siblings Mm. or that, you know, here's the other thing. Like I know people that could totally be CEO of a company and they're not because they came from very humble beginnings. They're doing well and they don't want to be seen as greedy. Mm. And it's like, no one's actually paying attention to you, but Mm. this is the story, you know, that we're telling ourselves. And I know exactly what you mean. You and I have a mutual friend who I won't name, but I think they're capable of William. I think they're capable of pretty darn near anything. Yeah. But I can tell by their body language and I can tell by how they talk mm-hmm. that at the moment it'll never happen. Yeah. Because whatever narrative that they're telling that I don't know, yeah. I've not talked to them about it, is such that they don't think they deserve it or mm-hmm. are capable or or whatever. And that's the thing. And like this is what gets me. You have people who don't get promoted and then they get frustrated and they get mad and they quit. They want to go somewhere else. And it's like, well, here's the thing. Did you think you deserved the promotion? Did you let people know that you wanted it? Did you show that you believe you're the right one for that job? Often they don't. They're hoping their resume does the talking. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's never going to do it. Mm -hmm. Right? It's who can show I got this. If you enjoyed that episode, please hit the subscribe button and share the Leadership After Hours podcast with your network. The world is crying out for leaders of character and people deserve to be led well. We all need to build businesses that develop people and profit. If you know a great leader that needs to be on the podcast, please reach out to us and our podcast producer, Aaron, will get back to them. It's Aaron, E-R-I-N at S-L-S-P dot biz. For a better tomorrow, build a new leader today.